Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Consciously Thriving Podcast. Is that annoying? That is the That's worst. really annoying. I would turn this podcast off <laughs> if I had somebody do that. That's funny. Um, hi everyone. How is everyone today? How's everyone going? This episode is going to be about... Nadia, take it away. Right. So today we're going to unpack the term spiritual awakening and what this has meant for the both of us right because a lot of people you know some people even say on social media like since you're awakening and like some people just probably like what do they mean by that like to what level yeah particularly when we say we're consciously choosing the whole podcast is called consciously Thriving. thriving like what the fuck does that actually mean yeah i'm not gonna lie though before we get into it i do have to say like nads and i have an issue where we will just talk and talk Mm. and talk and talk and talk and and then film and then we're like tired because Mm. we've just spoken so much yeah so today we she literally just came over now and we're like we're not talking we're not talking and we've chucked on the podcast but I don't feel like we've really gotten to say hi to each other hello (laughs) it's not affecting you you're just normal about it I'm fine babe what just happened to my voice I don't know you're upset about it I'm upset how do you feel you're uncomfortable (laughs) You're uncomfortable that I want to talk to you. (laughs) I can feel the energy right now. (laughs) She she tells me not to talk to her, but she does it on the podcast anyway. Yeah, that's it. Well, I just think like we need a little bit of a... How was your birthday yesterday? You had a good day? Yeah. Oh, it was Shulay's birthday yesterday. It was, it was. I did have a good day. Nadia spoiled me the entire day. Not really. Yes, you did. We went we went bounce. Yeah, because we she was breakfast. too scared to go to rollerblading. But we're going to do that anyway. We're going to do it anyway. No, do you know what she one- said? No, no. Do you know what she said? She's like, yeah, I'm going to get the four-wheel rollerblades. I'm like, who are you? I didn't want to injure myself. <laughs> and then we went to bounce. And there's like these big... Um, Bounce is basically like a trampoline place, oh, and yeah. there were only three-year-olds there. Three-year-olds, <laughs> Let me right. just put that into perspective. We went on like these... like pillar things that you can jump off right and okay, that was scary shit you were scared of the height i was scared of landing wrong because i didn't trust myself but if you saw the you're meant to land on like your butt like your bottom <laughs> or your back and i all like every time i managed to land on my feet or forward no she, she, <laughs> and i kept manifesting it because i was like i'm so scared right now like i'm not going to be able to do it properly and then as soon as i jumped my body went into freeze and like flipped the other way it's like no like she was like front diving into it and the guy was like no you have to land on your butt. Like, oh, can I put this into perspective, guys? <laughs> guys, six-year-olds, six-year-olds were doing it correctly and just flinging themselves off that thing. Nadia could not manage to <laughs> land, land on her butt. It was just the funniest <laughs> thing. And then did it. Shirley was scared of the height. Like, I was better. I've got, I'm terrified of heights. <laughs> like, I crap my I'm pants. scared of landing wrong. Oh my god. Anyway, so we we were like chicken, chickening out. She was scared of landing wrong. I was scared <laughs> of the height. The guy was like, all right, get away. Like, he's like, fuck off. You guys are so annoying. So we ended up like... <laughs> guys three-year-olds there like it was high it was high anyway so we end up like leaving that place and we're like jumping off like the little platform thing like little (laughs) bitches that we are (laughs) and then I was staring at it and I was like nah I can't live my life in fear I need to conquer this fear (laughs) so I was thinking the same thing and we're just like let's get up and do it nah we looked at each other and we're like we're gonna fucking do it anyway so we have to do it we're like still landed wrong she landed absolutely wrong she died (laughs) (laughs) she dove in and i just like 
Yeah, I was like, that was actually <laughs> Did really Did you scary. watch me like go all the way down? Babe, I watched the whole thing and the guy was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he told me like three times, like, you really can't land like that because you're going to hurt something. I'm like, I'm trying, but the more you tell me that, the more I'm manifesting landing wrong. She said that to him. She's like, the more that you tell me that I can't land like that, she's like, the more I'm going to land like that. <laughs> it's bad. Too good. But it was her birthday and we truly spent the day manifesting. I did. So we like to spend birthdays doing the things that, well, just being in the frequencies and vibrations that you want to call in for the year ahead so I started off with the call for multidimensional living which is the program that I'm running which is always such a vibe and then we went to breakfast and we did some work there as well and you know the work that we do we love so yeah that was such a pleasure it was so good and then we went to bounce and had some fun bounce and had fun and then we came home did more work and just hang out with Pluto cooked me food yes I made chips and a nice salad yeah talent for making salads guys you don't understand I wish I could give you the flavor over the podcast oh my god she's so dramatic it's stupidly good like my partner and I always try to like it's sad because Anthony who's my partner doesn't appreciate it he really does I feel like because he's had it for like 10 years no he just doesn't care he likes things non-vinegary like he salads like not to have a lot of flavor what he basically has no dressing that's disgusting yeah it's just no that like that like makes me concerned yeah that's like people oh my god i used to work i used to work with a that's serial killer shit i used to work with a girl who was offended by sauces like she wouldn't have tomato sauce she wouldn't have barbecue sauce she wouldn't have mayonnaise what yeah like bothered me particularly like you've seen our fridge me and daniel i love love a sauce i love sauce as well she just doesn't do sauce like it personally offends her she hates it fair enough yeah no it is what it is i mean i like to be honest up until i reckon a year ago maybe even six months taking me to a cafe to have a normal brunch like mushrooms avo on toast like that's true. You could even do that. Like she hated avo. I had mushrooms. And you like, hated mushrooms. There was a few breakfast things that I was like. Yeah. It was really difficult to take me. I would just have toast and an egg. Oh my gosh. You yeah. were my little sister. That's yeah. what she does. Literally. But now I'm like, lava the mushrooms. Uh, avocado. Load up the mushrooms. We're going full ham. I know. Mm. It's funny how Imagine. your taste buds change as well. Well, I forced myself. I feel like it was just trauma from a kid. Yeah. I just didn't like it as a kid. And then I was just... Felt like I didn't have like it for the rest of my life. Do you know what I don't like though? What? Apple pie. My mum made it once when I, I had a virus. Oh yeah. I was like throwing up for like a week straight, and one of the nights that I was really sick, she made an apple pie, and forever since, I cannot eat one. I can't hack it. I understand that. Mm. I extremely, extremely dislike apple pies as well. Mm. Not because of trauma, because they are gross. I don't get anyone who really? likes an apple pie. Not that bad. I mean, I can't have it because of that, but, like, I don't remember it being that bad. I think it's bad. <laughs> Fair enough. Again, no judgment. No judgment. No judgy judge. But also judging the girl that doesn't like sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, she knows that I'm judging her for that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's funny. All right, we're going to get back to what we were talking about today. So we're actually going to be talking about what the fuck is spirituality yeah. when we're talking about awakening, consciousness, all of the things. Now. Yeah. A lot of what I used to talk about on the podcast when the podcast was called The Closeted Soul was around spirituality and spiritual awakenings, tapping into like higher consciousness Mm. and things like that. But I guess like at the start of the podcast, I don't know why these episodes actually deleted. We don't know why it happened. The first three episodes that I ever filmed. So I 
thought that we would just do another um, episode unpacking. Unpacking that because I did speak about my spiritual awakening in that and how it all happened. And something I often say online, it's like a little like marketing thing that I do where yeah. I'm like, I used to be an atheist and now I was a psychic. psychic. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To draw people in. That's yeah. what you do. That's what you do. So, but it's the truth. Yeah, well, it really did happen. Mm-hmm. So it's a good little plug, right? So mm-hmm. we'll just discuss that. I think we've spoken about you recently, like your transition. Yeah. But like if we unpack it to like, you know, what a ha- the hell is a spiritual awakening? Yeah. What it really means is having you going through this experience where you discover that there is life beyond this physical 3D reality, which means there's actually more going on. Um, that's how I, I would describe like an awakening. Like, I don't know, like it's a kind of like an epiphany or an experience. Like some people see, um, spirits or some people have timeline shifts. Some people, mine was very organic. Like shoelace was like a whole bodily response when like you ate ham that time. Yeah. So that's a good description. What you said. Yeah. It's like an awakening to another world that exists right in front of us, but you Mm -hmm. just, kind of you don't have the awareness of that world and you really have to allow it to come in Mm. and maybe we can even give you some tips on how you can do that but essentially it is a very organic thing it's not something that can be convinced it's not something where I could sit there and be like you need it like you know it's not something I can tell you about. It's something that's experienced. Like I know when I was going through my awakening, I was very much alone at the beginning. Like Nadia Mm. was not going through her awakening. My partner, everyone around me basically had never experienced anything like what I was going through. And it actually feel, I feel like there are like stages to spiritual awakening. There's like the 3D, the 4D and the 5D. And like you can oscillate between those stages. Yeah, but not the, I'm not talking about dimensions. I'm talking about like actual just stages of like... (laughs) hold on <laughs> let's back the fuck up we're starting with what is the spiritual Bye. awakening <laughs> we're very sarcastic with mm. each other so this is something it's gonna, fine i know yeah i just like it's so fun it's so true though it I is like, funny yeah slow down hold your horses back up we haven't start. spoken all day we're just like jumping the gun. honestly this is how we are no so Essentially, like for me personally, like I said, I was a complete atheist prior to getting into this world, which meant like I never had any sort of like spiritual experiences. Mm -hmm. I probably had like two experiences when I was a quote unquote atheist. And I use that word because I was an atheist. Mm -hmm. Like she was a full on (laughs) really bad. Like she would fight with people. I would fight with people. online. (laughs) Why did I do that? I I was just so like I hated because we went to a school that was like very Christian and Catholic Mm -hmm. and. They were it was a uniting church school. So yeah. yeah, they were like you weren't it wasn't like mandatory to do so much of that, like when you got to VCE, but like it was we had up to go until to like, year ten and go to like assembly and church like basically church. We once had to a week. go to church once a week. Yeah. And I like the priest at school was like very uh what's the word? Uh, he wasn't accepting of other religions. Well, he was biased, yeah, with mm. what he had. What I he know, had. but, like, my mum was Muslim yeah. and he would, like, sit there and, like, you know, reprimand Muslims in front of me. Oh, really? Yeah, I hated it. And oh, I was just like, geez. you know what? You suck. Yeah, I you didn't even remember that. Yeah, I was just, no, it was just, like, his comments would trigger me even more. And then seeing, like, I, I don't know, I went to one of the events that was Yeah, running. you were, got more involved than what I did. I was yeah, you got more. Yeah. Well, no, we, I remember one time. 
I got invited to an event and I wasn't allowed to go. My parents were like, that's a cult. You're not going. You're not going. Yeah. yeah. And they actually, I was like really upset because my friends were going. And now look at the cult you're in. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, we always joke about it being a cult. Like we'll have these moments where we look at each other. We're like, are we a part of a cult? And we just don't know. <laughs> I love spirituality. No, it's not. It's funny. Um, this was very much different. It, it was very cult-like in the mm. way that it was done. And it was like all of your friends were going to these events and they were talking about it. And I, I thought it was a festival. Yeah. I actually did not know that it was like a church event thing. And then when I went there and kind of experienced what I experienced, basically they called me up and I had to like go on stage because all my friends were like pushing me to go on stage. And then they took us out the back and they're like, okay, now you've given your soul to Jesus. And I was just like, what? the fuck is going on yeah i was like i did not give my soul to jesus uh my friend and i that went we were just like never again we were like that was fucked yeah we literally left after that we were scared it was really it was weird right they were giving us all these rules on what we could do what we couldn't do it was fucked babe and yeah that was like that all added to my hatred of religion and the things I experienced in my culture, like I was Turkish, I grew up in a Muslim community, but I grouped that together. Like this was all community based. This wasn't religion based. Mm. Um, but I ended up like grouping like the suppression towards women and the hierarchy and mm. all of that. And I just hate, like, I just didn't like, religion. yeah, I put like re- religion to the side, put it all in one group. Spirituality did not let that in my life. I was like, nah, this is a cult. I don't like this, blah, blah, blah. Gross. Mm. Yeah. Sit there. Now, obviously I don't, think like that yeah. i take like in, things from different religions i love mm-hmm. learning i love yeah i love learning about the different religions absolutely always talk to jesus like yeah. i'm not it's not like that you know yeah. what i mean but yeah. it's just really funny to when i look at like actual religion as like an institution i i still don't agree with yeah. like the way that it's run but that's like my personal opinion so yeah. that's fine right yeah Anyway, I just wanted to give you the background of why I went to atheism and I was an active atheist online, like fighting people because I'm like, they're putting their views on me. I'm going to put my views Mm -hmm. on them. Like I was like, you can't like, you know, so very much of a rebel child, I will say. Anyone tell me I can't do anything? I'm like, I'm going to do it. You were the opposite, right? Nah, I was pretty against it. But you weren't like a rebel. Not like you, babe. Like you were like, (laughs) you made it out of your way. I went out of my way. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah, you just didn't grow up in a religious household really, right? Finish yours, Pa. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll share mine. Why not? True. Oh, right, 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 right. Right. Yeah, true. So organized. <laughs> okay. No, so um, I've grown up, I grew up Catholic, I would say, mm. um, but never, like my, my grandparents, my nonna and nonno, um, went to church every week and... I went with my family on Christmas and Easter, Mm. um, you know, doing the right thing by my grandparents, but it was never forced in my family or anything like that. And even as I got older, we like didn't go to church as much and things like that. Um, yeah. And then as as I got older, what I didn't like was like, you you grow up and hear about like, um, the institution and the the wrong things that go on and blah, 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 all that, that sort of stuff. But it was just one of those situations. Yeah. It wasn't a big thing in my family. Like we'd go Christmas Easter, show you our respects. Mm-hmm. And that was that. As I got older, I got a little bit more frustrated with the institution. And I was like, I don't really want to go. Like stop making so much of an effort. Like my parents might go or my, one of my, one of my sisters is, um, loves going to church, which is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and now that I've like had a spiritual awakening, I'm like, you know what? It is kind of nice to have that level of faith, but yeah, never against it. But I just was kind of neutral. But then as I got older, became a little bit more against 
the yeah. stuff that I heard. And then I kind of lapped that up with religion and the institution. Yeah. You know? We do tend to group things as humans. It's just easier in our mind to think yeah. about it, like, in a group. And it's like, no, I don't like that. And I like that, right? Yeah. See, we make biased opinions. But, you know, I look back and go, well, I was not self-aware. Yeah. So. Exactly right. So interesting to think about, like, different experiences with religion. I was always able to believe whatever I wanted, hence... No one could tell me what to do. Yeah. My parents were really good with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never was forced for anything. So it was great. Yeah. Your parents are good like that. Yeah. They definitely are. So essentially what happened to me was I ended up getting really bad mental health. What? That wasn't English. I ended up getting, um, (laughs) I was really bad mental health wise. So I ended up developing really bad depression and I started to develop anxiety attacks as well panic attacks and this went on for about a whole year like this probably Mm -hmm. 2019 was a year where my life blew up like I lost my biological father and then my family like had this like breakup and that was separated and that was also like losing family losing another father figure uh dealing with like everyone everyone was like coming to me in that moment mm. of like you kind of just had to take on a hell heap of responsibility that year all at once and like while also grieving the loss of your dad and then yeah and then um, also graduating from a course that i hated yeah so she was in a course that she didn't hate i guess it's like a, a triple like a domino effect when all these things happen yeah it was definitely a domino effect and it was just yeah i was in the last year of uni it was the worst time of my life I could say but also the best time of my Mm. life now that I look back because it taught me so much and it led to this path Mm. so everything does happen for a reason essentially that ended up happening I was living with my mum at the time we have a good relationship now because we've done a lot of healing but at the time we had a lot of like polarizing opinions we could not see eye to eye we were constantly fighting so I ended up like taking my animals and I ended up moving in with my partner which was like such a blessing Mm -hmm. and we moved in together at the start of COVID so this is before any like so this is 2020 so this is before anything had ever really happened um does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Am yeah. I making Before sense? Before the world. Before, yeah, yeah. So it was like the day that we moved in was the day that we went into lockdown for the first time mm, ever. Yeah, so right. we were terrified, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It felt like the world was ending. Yeah. But essentially that's what happened. I moved out. I sudden, Suddenly I was given the opportunity to spend all this time with myself, right? Work was yeah. taken away. I couldn't go out with friends. I couldn't distract myself. At the time I was partying a lot. Um, I was just drowning my sorrows in all the things, mm-hmm. right? So I was trying to avoid my actual feelings as I always did. I was never like, we aren't really taught emotional intelligence, right? No. So we like, it's what you do. It's you distract yourself. But I got to this point during COVID where I was like, I don't have anything else to fucking watch. I've watched all the things I've, you know, consumed all the social media and it just got to this point. Like I cooked, I did all the things that you did during lockdown yeah and then I was like I don't know like cooked new meals and things like that Mm -hmm. tried new recipes spring cleaning and then I got to this point where I was like I have no choice but to deal with myself like I'm trying so hard to escape my mind and escape these thoughts and escape this anxiety when in like reality it was just getting worse and worse and worse and I remember I tried therapy during that time as well and that didn't work either for me personally and I was just like I have no other choice but to just like meditate so 
when I was with my mum, I had started meditating, but off and on. So I was like going five minutes, maybe three minutes. And I wasn't really committing to it because the anxiety was so profound. Mm. Lockdown was when I started to really commit to it. So then I started to force myself to sit there. Like I have a really intense energy. So I was like, you're fucking sitting there with all the anxiety. And like, you're going to just be with it. And Mm. you're going to do this meditation thing. So I started to meditate morning and night. Then I started to become obsessed with it because then I finally got that like sense of like peace Mm. and clarity I was looking for like I just wanted that like calm feeling because I hadn't felt it in over a year I've never felt anything like that in my life to be honest so I was like this is so profound so I started to meditate literally morning lunchtime early afternoon late afternoon Mm. and then right before bed and then I was doing breath work as well which was really helping to activate that parasympathetic nervous system so I was really 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 throwing myself into meditation and I was beginning to love it because I was I was finally getting that that peace Mm. right that I was looking for and I was beginning to understand my mind in a whole new way now this was all very physical so nothing spiritual was happening other than calming my mind and getting to know myself on a deeper level Now, the day that my spiritual awakening, so as Nadia described, actually awakening to a different world came online for me was just after meditating one day, I ended up going to the fridge to go eat some ham, which I usually like to do for a little bit of a snacky snack. (laughs) I love how it's just ham. I know. It's just ham. I know. So I was eating some ham and then all of a sudden I put the ham in my mouth. And then I could feel the essence of the pig. I could feel the pig's soul. I could feel the pig's sadness. And I could feel like the anxiety, the worry. And I wasn't getting like good meat. You know what I mean? Mm. I was just getting it from the supermarket. So I wasn't conscious on that either. I was just getting whatever was cheap. And I cannot tell you that feeling was so overwhelming I could not, like, it made me want to throw up. I spat the ham out. And that moment was when I was like, what the fuck was that? Mm. I was like, this is not normal. I've never experienced anything like that. That was when I would say my third eye, which is like a chakra point. uh, That's like our intuitive muscle kind of opened. And that's when I started to experience energy on a whole new level. And from there, my spiritual awakening was very much, I guess all over the shop is a good way to describe it like I was it was all over the shop like I cannot tell you how insane it was in terms of like things coming online and then just like getting taken to past lives my soul literally leaving my body at one point like having lucid dreams astral traveling I can't tell you it was insane and it just it kept going and going and going and I couldn't ignore it That was when I like went into actually studying, you know, how do I actually use these abilities? Because then I started to have like psychic premonitions Mm. and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Mm. (laughs) So then I went into a program and learned how to use it. And that's when I ended up like becoming a psychic and starting that online business that I did start. Wow. That's my journey with energy. Like it was very much an awakening to a whole new level, but the stages are really funny. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? Then it's like, I'm going crazy. Like I was convinced yeah, you were crying to me. Yeah. You were, you, I remember you came to my house and you were crying because you're like, I don't know what's happening. 
Oh my gosh, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. I thought I was going to lose everyone because I thought like, I'm like, I'm so different now. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. like, I don't even know who Fair I am. <laughs> yeah, no, poor thing. Um, Like she came over and I think she wanted to start going up online and start doing this and stuff like that. And you were just crying because you're, I'm like, it's okay, babe. Like, it's okay. I understand though. Like now having gone through my awakening to the level I have, I'm like, shit, babe. How was, did you do it? How did you do it alone? I was so scared to tell you particularly. That's yeah. probably why I was crying because I remember that time you told me not to do it. You remember oh, like, like four years ago? Four yeah. years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. When I said that that's what I wanted to do and then I had given into fear and I stopped doing it. And then I was mm-hmm. like to Nadia, I'm actually just going to go to university or something like that mm-hmm. because I was like, I, you know, this isn't for me. I, was I think like, you wanted to do a makeup page or whatever. I had done all that yeah. and I tried to do like the yeah. videos online and then I decided no because fear got the better of me and mm. then I was like nah you know I convinced myself that that's not what I really wanted and then she's like yeah she's like honestly like I didn't take you to be that type of person like I always thought mm. that you'd be much more than that like yeah that. something like I think we were even even younger than that maybe like 20 yeah we're really we're 26 young. now yeah, yeah, yeah what a judgmental cow <laughs> no not at all and no, I, I just didn't like, know so yeah you can understand why that fear is there yeah, and yeah. that's why I cried with you because yeah. I was like, oh my God, Nadia's going to judge me so fucking hard. And how I... was my reaction? I can't remember. Oh, you were really loving. Yeah. You were really supportive. I remember Nadia when she was like, she was not having a spiritual awakening and I'm sitting there telling her about aliens. Yeah. I'm like, babe, I am seeing aliens. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know why? Because I knew you were never a lot. Like I, like yeah. I knew she late to her core. I knew you and I trusted you. Yeah. I knew you were like, why would you just... Why would I just say things like that? Like I, yeah, it's like, yeah, the relationship and the foundation we had built already before just was just like, well, this is, this is what she's going through. Absolutely. But like, I was also like, I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't, I wasn't very judgmental. I was just like, I want to do that. Yeah. And I was like struggling to understand it a bit at the start. It's a quality I like about you. You're very open because I don't know if I hadn't had my spiritual awakening and if roles were reversed, yeah. I think I would have looked at you like you were crazy. It happened the way it was. Yeah. Too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's a bit more open, whereas me, I was very like, like really hung up on my opinion mm. and only my opinion. Yeah. So if nobody like saw my opinion, I would be like, well, you're wrong. I'm yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Now you look back and you're just like, yeah, it, it makes happened sense for a reason. why roles reversed first. Yeah. So like she, that. she like was very open and very understanding. But I couldn't, like, I still couldn't talk to you about it to the level that yeah, we can talk course. about it now. Yeah, of course. It's hard. Like, even um, yesterday, my partner came home after listening to a spiritual podcast and everything he was talking about. I'm like, babe, I've been trying to talk about this for you for, like, a Oh, my year. God. It's not like the... It's so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. You did that to yeah. me, actually, at the start of the thing. Yeah. I used to be like, this is what I'm talking about. It is. <laughs> and I... When, it, when I said that, I was like, babe, I fully get it. Like, hearing it from... Like, sometimes it takes that person to click because you're too close to the person that you're, like... To listen to them. Yeah, like, like to understand. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now, no. Now, like... I wouldn't feel like that if Anthony came and said, I have this, or you came and said, I had that, or like, I experienced this. No, but like when you're not familiar or you can't understand it, it takes a random person or listening to someone else to explain it in a way that needs to get explained. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think it's true when things are too close and you have such Mm. an emotional attachment, you're Mm. just like naturally programmed to ignore the person. Like my partner just does Mm. not listen to me because he like refuses, but I also don't listen to him. We actually laughed the other day. We noticed about ourselves. This is total side note, but it's funny. (laughs) Like we noticed that 
we don't even disagree with each other, but we will like jokingly just go no. Like, like mm-hmm. if somebody, if he says something, I'll be like, nah, you're wrong. Like just to like, like yeah. even if I don't, yeah, even if I don't actually disagree with him, I'll still say you're, you're wrong. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and that's do the same with me. Yeah. I do that with Anthony too, actually. Yeah. It's just automatically you go on the defensive and you're like, nah. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Legit. Um, yeah. So that was my experience. So it was very much just waking up to another dimension. Mm-hmm. And since then, the experiences grow and grow and grow. And I control them a bit Mm. more I mean like this is what I teach the girls to do in multi-dimensional living like just really activating that muscle and something that what happens and what I saw with the girls as well is once you set the intention to actually Mm. activate that world like to connect to that world then you do you end up connecting to that world like a big thing is we're actually programmed to like the reason why there are some people that experience it and there are some people that don't experience it is based off of subconscious programming so if we go back to childhood that is when we're most influenced think about all the movies that we saw ghosts right being scared of spirits and the spiritual realm Mm. and death being scary Mm. and like you know we're not we're not taught about spirit the spiritual realms right We're, we're taught to kind of fear it or for it to be like fantasy not Mm, real yeah yeah so there's a lot of like paranormal scarcity going on um like things that are being programmed into us so naturally we fear that world and we shut it out growing up now something that was really 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 important for me to do at the start of my awakening was when i started to realize that i was having a spiritual awakening because i went online and i was like what the fuck is happening to me Mm. and then i saw other people were having like these spiritual awakenings and i was like whoa whole new world So something that I realized that I had to do was throughout the day, I had to actually say multiple times, I allow spirit, I allow my spirit guides to come in and help me. I allow this world. Yeah. And I had to say it constantly. And the reason why is because the subconscious mind is known as the habitual mind. So what that means is you will unconsciously fall back into patterns. And this is why Nadia and I always talk about self-development being the most important, not self-development, self-awareness being Mm -hmm. one of the most important things on your journey of like actually, you know, connecting back to yourself and changing your life because you need to be able to catch yourself on these habits. Now, I'm not going to go back into reprogramming talk because we've done the last episodes like that. But this is just really important to note because that's what ends up happening. And this is why people's spiritual awakenings or whatever kind of stunts at a certain point. It's because they don't know that they are going back into subconscious habits and feelings where they're actually rejecting that world Mm. because it's it's what they were taught. I've done it. Yeah, absolutely. You block it off, right? So I did it to myself as well. And I also had to deal with like the scary, like those scary thoughts about spirits, like hurting you and blah, blah, blah. The thing is about this plane is you have complete free will. Nothing can fuck with you. And negative low vibrational entities, yes, they exist, but guess what? They're an aspect of you. Yeah. Right? And that's what some people, like that's what we have to recognize. We all have light. We all have darkness. And it's not about being fearful of the dark stuff because I think that's a lot of Mm. like what like keeps people from wanting to explore this world. Mm. All you've got to do is just send it love not send it away. I feel like that's another really important thing. Mm, your universe. Yeah, send it love because you're a universal laws gal, right? Mm-hmm. If you send something away with like if you send it away and you're like fuck off, you're not allowed to be in my space, get out of here, mm. which is what I used to do, yeah. and it like they have to leave or mm. the entity or the energy has to leave. It's not allowed to be in your space. 
you're actually just sending that back out into the universe. Yeah, you are. Absolutely. And I think this one applies a lot to the universal law of the law of one. Like, like you said, it is a part of you. Like, you know what I mean? There's an, like, it's, there's a part of your soul that, you know, like it's tied to. So just not being fearful of that realm is really, really important because understanding we're all connected absolutely yeah yeah yeah, you do manifest more of that and you can manifest more experiences of that because you'll be vibrating of a at a frequency of fear and when that happens and you're just going to keep seeing more of that oh my god it's reminding me of my first like encounter with a low vibrational entity i was which was only aspects of my own soul so Mm. you find this deeper and deeper like she said the law of one everything is us right so this was like something I recognized at the start of my awakening. Basically, I was like laying there and this is when I started to first like really connect to the spiritual realm. And I'm like connecting and then this like big black dark demon looking thing wow. comes up over top of me. And it's like like it's something you see out of like the yeah. movies, right? And it was like hovering over my body and I shit my pants wow. I ran into my room yep and I was like that's fucked that's fucked and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do I can't meditate anymore like I started to freak out and then I just had this moment with myself the next day and I was like nah you're gonna fucking force yourself to go there I'm like yeah. you're gonna meditate in the dark I'm like this is your mind mm. so then I like I did exactly that and I forced myself to be there the entity came back and then I just looked at it and allowed it to be there and it literally dissipated like yeah yeah disintegrated yeah literally and there's like you can have an awakening without like seeing spirits exactly there's like timeline shifts like that's something that i experienced as well recently Mm. where this was so fucked like this was just something like i my partner still laughs at me he's like it didn't happen i'm like it did it did like i felt it right Mm. so i got my phone in the um I think it was the morning. I think I had. I was still in my corporate job and I had to go into the office. And mm-hmm. I looked at my phone. It was completely dead. I know for a fact I didn't charge it that night because I was doing affirmations and fell asleep, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I plugged my um, phone into the charger and it, like set my alarm for about 15 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. No phone can charge in 15 minutes, mm-hmm. right? So my alarm went off and I was like, okay, I'll go have a shower, blah, blah. Looked at my phone, full battery. Yeah, that's nuts. Right. And in my head is all I kept thinking was I need my phone to be charged. I needed my phone to be charged. I just like I needed it. Like I was angry at myself because I didn't charge it. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? But it's like not even like, oh, that's weird. It it, like actually feels different. Like what the hell did I just like experience? Like, no, I like that. I've had that. Like I can't like explain it. I was like, what did I just experience? And you know for a fact, I'm like, I just, it was flat battery for 15 minutes ago. And then I was like, is my... Um, like phone stuffing up, maybe like it's not charging properly, mm-hmm. completely fine throughout the whole day, drain battery, like how it usually does, like after 48 hours or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, after a day or two, depends how much I'm on it. Um, but it was like, I was just like, what the hell? I was like, I think that was a timeline shift. That's sure. the timeline shift. What you described, like the yeah. frequency shift. Yeah. I felt them before. I've actually, mm-hmm. like, I feel them viscerally. Did you feel like the actual world like move? Nah, it... <sighs> I think I was just so overwhelmed that I can't even remember. Um, what you I felt. felt different. I felt like even like the, the light was different in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I had the, the, the sun was beaming in. I did feel like that was mm. a bit different, but it's an unusual feeling. It is. Yeah. The but way not that, like a shift in my body, but I guess like we are just looking at a phone, you know, I don't know. Well, I, I experience it very viscerally, like when I get timeline shifts, like if I've been manifesting, 
I will actually like it's like the it's like a little mini earthquake mm. and then I like kind of like stabilize like I'm not kidding guys this is literally what it feels like and then like a download would come in like just clear cognizance so like yeah. this is their ability just to know and download information and the message will come in you've just like shifted into timelines yeah. and I'm like okay I've shifted into the timeline and it feels different the yeah. light's different yeah. it feels like vibrationally different it's nuts right Crazy. you really really feel it the most like intense one I've ever had was when I was going to get coffee at my favorite coffee place that I'm like manifesting trying to live there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> so, is yeah, I love it. It's like the trees. I love it. So I was walking back to my car and then I have this complete like body shift again. The world like shakes a mm. bit and then it's all happening very fast. The world shakes a bit. And then my car's missing. It's not in front of me. I remember very clearly. And then I look up and it was the, it was like, your house is up there. Walk. Like you, you, you walk to go get coffee. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I came back and then my car was there. It was crazy. Yeah. So you can't like, how do you, you know, like people always say like, how do I have a spiritual awakening? And it's just so organic, isn't it? Just, it's organic. It's you allowing You can't it. force that. You can't no. force it. And I think like, it's a, everything's intention. Like, so when I started to get into the world of spirituality, I, I know how important like being open to this stuff was. So if you're like sitting there like, oh, well, how do I have these experiences? Set the intention. So I started being like, you know, I got into personal development. Then I started saying, well, you know, I really want to delve deep into the spiritual side. And then all of a sudden videos started popping up on my YouTube, like, you know, recommended videos um, without me even searching. Conversations would happen. Um, I would start to get like 1111 right now. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it would start to get like, like experiences with that timeline shift. And like, I was so much more open that and I've still got a lot of more room to be open to this sort of stuff. I definitely know there's a bit of um, there's a bit of work to do there in the, that that realm, going like deep to the level that you have. Because I realize there is a bit of fear still to work through. Yeah, um, I just think like you you're given what you can handle yeah, in this moment, right? Yeah, and what you need. Yeah, you know, like yeah. while those experiences are, are very good mm. and very fun, and like it's like oh my god, this is like a whole new world, and I've had like cool stories to tell and cool experiences. Honestly, like my whole journey has been coming back here. Yeah. Like I spent a lot of time up there. Yeah, you did. Not on earth. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, it's so much fun up there. I (laughs) I want to go back up. I don't want to be here. Right. So I had to really like transition back to earth and I'm like, okay, so what the fuck is the point of me even waking up to all of this and experiencing this? And I feel like it's still coming together, but I have to, you have to learn how to be a human and be here and experience it. You know, you got to remember your soul came here to have the human experience, right? Mm. Um, So you don't want to, I remember for a fact, I remember Shulay got really caught up in that world and like it, it became hard for you to go out in public. You didn't want to see anyone. You just yeah. wanted, you know, even going to the shops made you feel very overwhelmed. And it happened to me too. It yeah. really did. Like seeing people that, you know, like you can't explain your experience. You see the world in a completely different light, but you are having a human um, experience and that's what your soul chose. And you just have to remember like these experiences are beautiful and it, it's, a, it's beautiful to know these things, but um, it doesn't take away from the beautiful things that you can manifest. The, like, you know, some people go to the extent of not wanting to, to even have physical objects around them or be around physical yeah. um, elements, which is just, which is obviously that's fine if that works for them. Like you have monks that, that, yeah. that lifestyle suits them so well, but like, don't deprive yourself of what your soul wants. I know for a fact that there's a lot of things that 
I want to experience in the physical world. We know, know. babe. Yeah, we know. I want to drive a jet. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be luxed as. Like, we went went to Queensland at the start of the year. We ended up, like, staying in this, like, lamping place. This, like, um, but... You didn't have any. It was very much not glamping. Mm-hmm. It was like fancy camping. Yeah. So they had like no powerpoints or anything like that, like a communal bathroom and yeah. all of that. I'm great. Like I was, I was in my element. Was so fine. good. Nadia was like With the bug. I don't think so, babe. The bug was fucked. Yeah, we saw a bug and we had to get the owner to come it was get it out. Cricket. It was a cricket. <laughs> she was an old lady. The yeah. owner was an old lady. Like, like to give context, we were screaming. The the cricket was on Nadia's shoulder. <laughs> We were doing a breath work in the tent and then we look up and this cricket is just like bumping around the entire tent. It was shit scared. It was, was pitch scary. black. There was so many bugs, bugs I don't do. But she comes in and we're like, we need help. We need help. We're describing this like massive monster type creature. We're like, we don't know what it is. We didn't know it was a cricket at this point. Yeah. So she comes in, she steps in, she literally scoops it up into a container and she's like, guys, it's a cricket. Like it's the most crazy. it's gonna do is like put you to sleep with its songs. And That's I was like, crazy. you're crazy. You did not see this thing beforehand. <laughs> but anyway, besides Honestly. the cricket, she was funny. She was the biggest princess. She was like with her straightener. I remember the scene like so clearly. She had a straightener in her hand. She had the PowerPoint in her other hand, like the plug. And she's like, there's no PowerPoint. <laughs> Literally. And I was like, you're a bit of a princess. When aren't your you? hair's buffy and you go to Queensland Babe during that up. season. Yeah, that was a problem, but not even tying it up helped, babe. Yeah, it was so it was it was hilarious. I never knew that she was like that. Yeah, but you know, the whole point is like I love being, you know, she loves her fancy. I'm things. so yeah, I like the physical stuff. No, um, but I like that you mentioned that because you are right. There are people that choose mm-hmm. to completely get rid of physical, and I think it can teach you a lot. I yeah. Can. However, minimalism, minimalism, yeah, and not like relying on like the material abundance. However, I agree as well. I think Mm. we are here for the human experience and to have the human experience Mm -hmm. and I guess like whatever way that works for you. Yeah, and don't – it's just about not letting the physical stuff control you, like having your – like putting your worth on those sort of things. Absolutely. I'm quite wise when it comes to those things. Like I'm so grateful for all the beautiful things I have in my life and I'm I'm grateful for everything I have. Um, Exactly. And it just doesn't define my worth at all. Yeah, exactly Um, right. But yeah, it's all about coming back here. So the spiritual stuff is awesome. I think like the what was clear to me, it's that this knowledge is presented to us. The reason why we have these awakenings is so that we wake up to our infinity, right? To yeah. our ability to fucking manifest everything that yeah. we want so that we awaken to the fact that we are here to heal things like ancestral trauma mm-hmm. and experience emotion on every scale like Absolutely. And just to live life and have fun. Like this isn't, you're not here to be punished. The universe doesn't want to punish you. And that's like having this awakening is just really like through your perspective and through these universal laws and, you know, all these beautiful things, you don't have to experience life as this, you know, you, you live and die. Like that's it. Like, you know, the world's ending, like you get to create your reality on this earth and that's what's truly amazing about these experiences more than anything. Yeah, it truly is an energetic playground. Like you just, that that's like the biggest liberating mm-hmm. thing about waking up to this knowledge. Yeah. And like when you look into things like astrology, human design, gene keys, you like you just get to learn about yourself. Yeah. You get to learn about your soul, where your soul has been, mm-hmm. what your soul's like codes are mm-hmm. in this life. And mm-hmm. it's just all to help you be here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just more than anything, it's helped us just be happier. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. But that's yeah. a spiritual awakening. I'm yeah. like, it's just waking up to knowledge that there's more than that meets this physical eye. Yeah. It's not just that we live and we die. It's that mm-hmm. energy is constant. It cannot be created. It cannot be destroyed, but it's forever transformed. We are energy. So therefore, like, you know, death does not exist. Yeah. You know, we get to transition. Yeah. And I think like as we evolve with the podcast, we'll niche down the the spirituality side too. Like we'll go into the different elements and different things around spirituality too, which will be super helpful along all the journeys. Yeah. yeah. I know I'm going back to this point, but yeah, I was actually okay. wanting to ask you this before and I completely forgot. You have you did you have like a proper moment where you're like more there's something more out there just came through yeah so obviously that our situation i've spoken about before like that was, was that your moment that was my moment of going oh fuck yeah okay because i asked to see an owl mm-hmm. if this was real mm-hmm. and then it came into my reality the next day but, like, I love how the universe didn't even give it on the TV or anything. They just did it in a way that, like, it came to my partner's backyard. It was, like, a live owl there. I just love how they did that because I'm, like, they just knew I was going to be skeptic if yeah. I saw it on the TV. Like, oh, that was just coincidence. Yeah. And that was my moment, like, oh, my God. And I just feel how truly how, like, my spiritual side has come through is through manifestation more than anything. Like, yeah setting intentions them coming to reality setting intentions coming to my reality my house like manifesting like everything i had written down and that coming to my fruition i was like oh no shit there's something out there and then just slowly slowly realizing that yeah like everything is energy another really profound time that happened for me was when i was doing a breath work and i felt the energy in my body like i actually felt that and i googled like what that meant because it felt like my sorry (laughs) it felt like my hairs were sticking up and that just like someone was like slightly touching my body like that i know the feeling yeah Yeah, um and like yeah just movement in my body i was like oh what is that like right because you're so still in breath work and then meditation this was the first time i started combining the two Mm -hmm. and then when i researched i feel like energy is moving throughout the body i'm like oh that's energy that's energy so it's just like slowly slowly like it wasn't as like oh my god i've had spirits come up to me and blah 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 like definitely going down that route but like yeah, through manifestation and feeling energy and like, yeah, basically everything energy. That's how I got to realizing. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, so mine was very much like it waking up to the energetic world and then I started to play around with the manifesting mm-hmm. and I asked for my full of clover. But using that example, if you really want to start connecting to your spiritual side, that could be something that you try just asking for a sign. Say, okay, give me a sign that mm-hmm. this is real and I'll continue to like explore it or I'll look into it a bit more, right? You can just be like, I want this as a sign. And even having like a sign that you ask the universe for when you need it is really, really profound. Yeah. Because it helps you on your journey, right? You're just like, okay, I'm supported, I'm supported, I'm guided, I'm guided. Last night, um, my partner's like, okay, I'm going to ask for a sign. He chose an eagle. Within an hour, we watched a YouTube video. It was Manifestation Babe. An eagle there was on an there. eagle on there. But what does say. he do? What do you do when you start? Coincidence. Want a signy a sign? No. Oh. He didn't say it was coincidence, but you're not convinced. Oh, he wants a signy a yeah, sign. Yeah, he wants a signy a sign. So mm. he's like, I want it in person. I was like, you're controlling the how. Yeah. Yeah, I've told him. Yeah, yeah. He'll learn. He'll yeah, learn really he'll learn. Good. He's got me. He's fine. But I was just like, oh my God, it just reminded me of like how I was like yeah you know, you're like nah give me a bit of a more more yeah, of a sign yeah doesn't work for me when I do that when I say I want to sign you a sign 
No, now they're just like, shut up. No. I don't even need a sign sometimes. I'm like, the, the feeling I have in my body is enough. It's already. So that's what I mean. Like the level, you don't realize how spiritual you get until you look back. You're like, oh my God, I didn't even believe that. Yeah. You know, I was, I was thinking that and then I'm just like, shit, I don't even need the L anymore. I'm just like, <laughs> but it's telling me, hun. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Jeez. Well, I think that we've covered everything. Yeah, that was a nice episode on yeah. spirituality. Yeah, I was just telling um, Nads off of when we stopped recording for a moment i was just telling her how much i really like the fact that like like reminiscing on that Mm. reminiscing on my journey with like actually awakening to this stuff because i did transition away from it for a bit as i was like doing multi-dimensional living helping people like be here yeah helping myself be here and i'm just like oh wait fuck i had a pretty cool yeah you realize and then you're like there was the time of your life you were having a ball back when you were just meditating every day oh my god it just makes me want to do it honestly <laughs> no you have to be here i'm like i have to still be here but yeah. yeah that's something i've been asked recently actually they are telling me to meditate yeah they're like you need to meditate i'm tapping into something else at the moment something completely different i have to tell you about it because yeah. now we're allowed to talk because yeah bad. <laughs> we're allowed to talk you tell me doll no it's really like uh, like tapping into the quantum field on a whole new level yeah right okay. yeah keen to hear this one yeah and then i'll keep you guys updated when i know what the fuck is going on yeah <laughs> Okay. All right. So thank you for listening yeah. and have a good rest of your day or night, whatever it is at the time of you listening to yeah, this. Yeah. And tell us um, about any of your experiences. Please. I love hearing this stuff. Honestly, let me know anything crazy, anything that like triggered your spiritual awakenings. Let us know. We actually have a new uh, Instagram page. Yeah. So that's where we feel like we want to interact. Yeah. The most. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like it's time. There's like, yeah, so many of you now so yeah. we were just like you know what let's do an actual community online so if you want to connect to like-minded people if you want to you know follow a vibey instagram page yeah. <laughs> also i do want to announce on friday i am holding a before you do that doll yeah. i'll just tag the handle it's called at consciously thriving podcast we'll leave that linked in the description amazing um this episode's coming out on thursday australian eastern standard time um, but on Friday, I am running a... You know this episode's going to be out. And you just Get said <laughs> What? But on Friday, um, 29th of July, this Friday, I am running a Universal Laws Masterclass. I'm going to cover the law of vibration, law of one, law of cause and effect, and law of attraction. You don't want to miss out. It's going to be able to help you and ease... Uh, manifest with ease and become the master of your mindset and use these universal principles to your advantage when it comes to creating your dream life so you don't want to miss out it's on my instagram at nadia galley so be there or be square yeah she actually did like the full version of this Mm -hmm. for the course um for my course multi-dimensional living now i can't say it (laughs) (laughs) so she did that and the girls love it like they they're still talking about it i love the universe they were just like oh my goodness i had no fucking idea yeah because people only know about the law of attraction they don't actually get like into it yeah yeah so yeah yeah. it'll be good it'll be really really good so that's friday live on instagram yep awesome done done be there or be square okay i'll be square we'll see you next week see ya Bye. bye If you loved today's episode, please do not forget to rate and review in iTunes or Spotify. If you would love to connect with us on a more intimate platform, you can find us both on Instagram at Ozek and at Nadia Galli. We would love to connect with you. Thanks for listening.